episode 61. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. And today I have Joy Villa. She's an American lady, but she's down under. She's in Australia. And Joy worked really hard to make this interview happen because she's on the road 25 countries a year. So I can't thank her enough. Strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. I hear you great. And it's really, really good to have you here on Dharmic Evolution. It's great. So you're in Australia, down under. That's right. I'm in Sydney. I can't believe that because this month I've had (laughs) two different artists that were on the shows uh, in this past like two weeks from Mm -hmm. uh, from Australia, and I also interviewed somebody else this week from uh, Sydney. So Australia is in the blood right now. So tell me about your life. You are rocking it. You're all over the place. What's going on (laughs) with your bad self? (laughs) <laughs> well, I travel. Uh, first of all, I'm really happy to be on your show on Dharmic Evolution. This oh, is really you. great. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And um, so I travel 25 countries a year. Wow. I do music. I do modeling. Yeah, I'm, I'm living my artistic life, my dream since I was a kid. And I do, I do performances. I also do, um, you know, like motivational speaking to help other artists. Right. And I do modeling. So it's, it's, I'm travel for my art. And right now I'm on the other side of the world, literally on the other side of the planet in Australia. So I'm in the next day. I'm in your future. I know. I got that note from you. I started laughing yeah. when I said that you're, yeah, I'm in your future. And I said, yeah, it's going to be yeah. an enchanting future. And of course it is. So, so you're yeah. in Australia. How long are you there for? I'm here until Wednesday. So, so that's so just are you in, another few days. Are you like doing like, uh, like a week there or are you doing like Sydney? Yeah, it's doing- about a week. I usually do like uh, five days and I'll usually have a concert and then I'll usually have some modeling booked and then maybe some meet and greet and stuff. So this time I'm five days in Sydney and then I go to Bali and that's just pure vacation. That's eight days just lounging around having fun. Much needed, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, so, it's so nice. So tell me about the road. It agrees with you, obviously. I love it. You yeah. know, I mean, it's something that you, if you see it on paper, you think it's crazy. You know, 25 countries a year, it's pretty much a different country every week. Yeah. You know, one day for travel. I mean, it sounds exhausting, but really when you just set your mind like, okay, I'm just going to get rest. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a lot of water. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to do exercise. Like we were talking about yoga. You just came from hot yoga. Yes, ma'am. I'm <laughs> hooked. I'm addicted. Yoga. Yeah. That's you, awesome. Yeah. I mean, you have to take care of yourself. It's all about taking care of your body, mind, and soul, you know, while you're traveling and not, you know, I don't go out. I don't party a lot. If I do right. go out, it's with friends, you know, for dinners, but I try not to make a habit of, of staying up late. I try to just get yeah, into a regular you? schedule. You know, I mean, no, you're, it, you're a vocalist, <laughs> so that's like your that's most right. cherished asset, you know. Um, right. It's that's like right. you have to guard that with your life, you know, because as a singer, mm-hmm. as a fellow singer, I just got over like, uh, I haven't been sick in years, and I and I just got over mm-hmm. like this cold that got me, and it, first thing it does is it attacks your throat, you know, which is your right. your vulnerability. So, yeah, I'm glad you, you're... you're uh, 
you're advocating about the workouts because everybody needs to hear that that doesn't do oh, it they should do it you know it's it's, it's like, mandatory i mean like find something you like that's movement it doesn't have to be running or whatever but right. it has to be something that you like that gets you moving and you do it consistently you know, I was telling a friend of mine, you know, because he says, oh, he does a two-hour workout once a week. And I was like, nah, you should do like 30 minutes every day. That yeah. would be better than, oh, I'm just going to go all 100% and then you're sore for five days. Do something consistent, you know. So he started surfing, which is really awesome. Yeah. My friend starts. Oh, yeah. A little bit of cardio in there. That's that. great, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, you get that interferon kicking in, you know, because it's like a ride at Disney, you know, mm -hmm, it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. baby, that's good for yeah, that's you. That's right. I'm yeah. actually going to learn to surf while I'm out here in Sydney and in Bali. That's Are what you? I'm gonna... Great. Yes. That's, that's I awesome. Time. So now, I'm originally a California girl, so I should already know how to surf. Oh, I thought you were from New York. You had me confused. Well, well you're from see, everywhere right now. I'm from everywhere. <laughs> well, okay, so I was born and raised in, in, um, in Los Angeles, born and raised in actually Santa Barbara, and then I moved to Los Angeles as a teenager my family did okay and then i moved as a young adult like i moved to new york and that's what i claim as my home because that's where my soul is like right. i am a new yorker at heart for sure okay past life this life it's all about new york so, <laughs> so how do you so when do you end up back in new york um in january january 23rd oh nice back. okay yeah. so how long now do you chill out for a while or do you get right back on the on the road again i get right back on the road again yeah it's gonna be yeah i mean you know i wish i could say i'm just gonna stay in new york and hang out but yeah there's so much to do new york is one of my busy busiest you know i go new york london um i'm always working in those cities because they're just there's so much to offer you know right. there's so much going on for musicians like us is yeah. everything right so um so new york probably you'd take your best time in the spring, right? Central Park, you can't beat it in the spring and that's the summer. True. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's, it's amazing. Perfect. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. So so where is your favorite spot, Joy? You're, you're all over the world. You're in 20, whatever, 25, 7, 8, 9 countries. <laughs> what's, mm -hmm. your what's your fave? <laughs> like, where do you like it the best? That's a great question, Kevin. I ask um, really great questions. Yeah, you you're know. good at this. You know, you, you, can, you can do this professionally. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Nobody's hired me yet, so I hired myself, you know. That's so how you got to do that's it. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. You have to hire yourself. <laughs> Entrepreneur. Yeah. So, yeah. so any fave, uh, you know. That so my fave, you know, I mean, New York is my favorite. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. New York City. New York City. Right. Um, after New York City, it's London because it's also international. It's got that cosmopolitan feel. Everyone speaks English, so it's easy to get around. You know, language barrier is not as big of a deal as it was probably 15 years ago. You know, yeah. a lot of people say, oh, do you have to learn languages? I mean, English is the language of business. So right. luckily, you know, most people will understand English. Um, and there's apps on the phone for translating and stuff. But right. um, London is just one of my favorite cities. I always book great shows. The audience is always appreciative of live music. They like rock and roll, which I do a lot of rock and roll. And, you know, they're just cool. And I hire local musicians when I'm on the road. Right. So it's easier. That's so I just great. hire a local. Yeah. It's, you're I'll, a I'll smart go business schools. girl. You know how to do it, girl, because you're <laughs> spreading the love. You know, it's like, yes. that's great that you do that. Hey, let me ask yeah. you a question, Joy. Being a yeah. woman of the world, an entrepreneur, I when I first started this show, I did not want to be just in the U.S. And that's why we, we jumped to 27 countries in like five months, because wow. I really worked hard on London and, and going to other places. And in my mind, I thought London seemed to me like it's like the the gateway to the rest of the world would you agree mm. with that 
I agree. Like everybody I agree. seems I mean, it's to the gateway go, to Europe for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like they all go to like you know they all go to Singapore and they all go to you know mm-hmm. uh, Eastern or Western Europe and mm-hmm. you know so uh, you yeah, know Singapore is awesome as well. Yeah. That's like the, a great capital in Asia and also Tokyo. Tokyo's oh Tokyo's amazing. Right. Have you been have you been to Tokyo? I have not. And the the lights when I see some of those photos, I'm just like knocked on my butt when I see that. I'm like, wow. Yeah. They know how to light up a city. You know, I thought New they York do. was good, but um, I know, right? And it is, <laughs> but you know they took it <laughs> but to the whole city's level. like Times Square. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Hey, you know, that's a good time to talk about I make the static. So why don't we play that and let everybody know what Joy Villa's all about. Here's I make the static. So, Joy, tell me about this track. This is really, really hot. So, I oh, make the you. static. What is yeah. that about? Tell me, girl. So, so this is actually the title of my album, I Make the Static. And that one you, you played here is actually a remix. Right. And it's it's great because that's going to come on my upcoming remix album. Oh, nice. The Static Remixes, which I'm going to drop 2016. So, that's a good preview. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, I wrote all the lyrics. You know, I'm a big songwriter. I love writing songs that mean something personally to me. And this one, we wrote, the original was recorded in the UK by Barry Gledon. Okay. And uh, we just, you know, the the title just was so 
perfect. You know, I make this static. And I thought, yeah, that's good for the album because it's my, you know, debut EP. I have some singles I released earlier since 2011. And this was my first, you know, collection of music. Right. And I thought it was a good statement to kind of get it out there. And it's got kind of a jazzy soul pop feel, this one, this remix. And the original's got the rock and roll. So I like to play with different genres. You know, I like the fact that you, uh, you mix up your eclecticity so well. And mm. when I heard you, I said, you know, I thought you were going to be like, um, you know, just uh, more da- dance groove only. And then I heard all these other delightful things coming out of you. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like the darkness and vagabonds. And so you have, um, you got a deep well of songwriting, girl. I love this Thank about you. you. Yeah. And, and also like, you just you just said that this was like your first big release. So were you spending more time um, in the other areas of your your um, creativity, like in modeling and all the other things that you do? Like, how did this all line up your career? Like, what came first for you? That's a great question because, well, my life has always been artistic. So since I was a little kid, I've always been into art and music and dancing. And my parents, I was fortunate enough to have parents who were artists themselves. My mom was in the choir. My dad was a preacher and an actor. Wow. <laughs> and Yeah. And, um, you know, and they just really encouraged me to go after my dreams. So I was left alone to just doodle and to write. So I would do poetry. I would write poetry. I would draw. I would dance. And I would sing. And when I was five years old, I was in my first theatrical production. It was a Christmas play. And um, it just kind of took off from there. So I got heavy into musical theater. And so that's what I pursued. And I thought I was going to be going to Hollywood and become an actress. And that was my, you know, my big ultimate thing. And right. I was super serious about it since, since I was young. I was like, oh, I'm going to have an agent. I'm not going to go to regular school. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I had to read about those actors that did that. And, you know, and it, it turned out that you know, theater was definitely my thing, but something was missing when I didn't do music. Cause you know, then I went into just doing movies and TV and I got some success with that. I was in heroes season four. Um, I was at CSI New York and a couple other shows and, you know, indie movies and I loved it, but something was missing. So in 2011, that's when I met a producer Um, I was auditioning uh, for an agency there in Los Angeles, and this producer walks up to me and he says, you know, when I see you, I hear music. Right. Because I always dress crazy. Like, you know, I'm I mean, like your crazy you know? dress. All your colors? Yeah. You yeah, look you like know. about like seven different, you know, um, flags. You know, there's like yeah, all the colors like, going on. It's really I cool. Like that. Yeah. I love color. I love self expression. So it just took off from there. My first single was Cold Wind. And then I just did, I said, this is it, music. You know, it really took off in a way that made me really happy and it made other people also happy. So, so I said, okay. let me ask you a question. Isn't it, isn't it like an advantage do you feel to be a musician? And here's why I ask the question is because the musicians who are lucky enough to um, bring a little bit of the other like chops into their life, meaning I can do acting, I can do modeling, I can do a little film here and there. Um, isn't that if better than if you were just like a full-time actor? It's like only the really, really oh, yeah. lucky people stay busy all the time, you know, and, the, and mm-hmm. because it's totally. like, well, now I got to wait around and hang around waiting for a for a gig and then i'm busy for six months and then i'm like i'm out there hungry and but as a musician like you're you seem to have it like organized that you can just keep going 
exactly i mean as a musician we create we can create our own world to live in you know that's what i love about music it's so intensely personal and it's so raw and you know film and acting and all that stuff which i'm passionate about as well but you do need a crew you need you know an audience you need a camera i mean really music that the the whole at the heart of it you don't even need an audience because you can just be in your room with a guitar singing to yourself i did that today i was very (laughs) proud of i was very proud of myself Wonderful. Hey, um, you know, let's do another one here because I got to play this one. This is called The Darkness. Mm, That's my favorite. I love this song. This is so cool. Oh, yeah. I'll walk away Pretending everything's okay It burns the pavement of my soul I know the truth what I did before did me no good These scars prove my pain my soul on that one that was awesome (laughs) i love that track love it so it burns the pavement of my soul these scars prove my Mm -hmm. pain so what happened with that what motivated Mm -hmm. you to write that well it's you know it's an intensely personal track that i was in los angeles and um i was partying quite a bit you know i was getting lost in the scene right uh, you know alcohol and those people around me with drugs and all this stuff and i was going out every night and i was looking for something 
and I was not really producing on my art. It was just this, you know, being seen thing. And you feel like you're producing because you're out and about, but you're doing nothing. You know, you come home and you're just like oh, hungover. And so, I mean, I said, I need to change my lifestyle. This is just not working. It was just a bunch of things coming in on me at once. And it just, I just was in, sitting in my car and I just belted this song out just the hook like that you know right and it just came out like it was there sitting there in the universe and it just bam was like a gift so i immediately went to my computer and started writing it down and recording it and here it is i mean that was years ago that was almost five years ago so i finally get to record it and it's out and it's such a good hook yeah yeah the chorus it's, is so beautiful you. yeah the way you just lift up like that it's really great hey thank i want to ask you about the Kane film festival you, I, there's this oh, yeah. there's this unbelievable or con cane con I, I always know how to pronounce it it's con, con right? yes, darling, yes. Con. I've forgotten We've, we're in from London and then we're going to con so uh, <laughs> there's this really outstanding photograph of you carpet red carpet by the pool with everybody flashing their cameras at once you know oh yeah and, and I, I gotta I gotta comment on this thing you're wearing darling it looks like a black leather dress mm. and it has like a it has an angled cut but then it's really mm -hmm. long in the back and it's mm -hmm. showing your your exquisitely gorgeous legs so tell me about <laughs> Khan <laughs> oh you do such a good job of painting the picture yeah, it's, it's, I said well who, yeah. what's going on here man yeah. and your hair is like okay, all so dude up with the blonde you know the curls yeah, and everything. it looks yeah, great yeah. so Thank so tell you. me about that adventure okay. So that was, uh, so we did Cannes Film Festival, and that was in May. That was me and my team. I took my publicist, my manager, and my fiance, who's my photographer. And I actually was walking in the lobby of the hotel there, and I got cast to be in a fashion show. Nice. And yeah, so I started trying on the dresses, and this was one of his favorite dresses, the designer. And it's made out of, it's actually green and it's silk. It's like dark green and it's okay. really silky and that's lace. And it just, it fit me perfectly like a glove. So that's me walking the fashion show. It's like hot couture. So it was a right. super couture fashion. These are all like, you know, $10,000 dresses. And the show is actually at the Jackson family party. Like this is for the Jacksons. So oh, Joe Jackson was, was okay. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a Michael Jackson, Jackson family tribute. And they had um, Casey and the Sunshine Band was there. They had this guy. You see that guy with the microphone. He was funny. He was like singing, you know, Sinatra favorites. And he, so he was singing the jazz while all of us models are walking around. And that's the shot that uh, my fiance, who's, who was photographing the event, took. And uh -huh. I'm just sauntering around, just looking so classy. And it's a calm. great photo. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, so let me ask you, you, were you there as a model or as a singer or like what was the, or were you just there as Joy Villa doing it all? You know, at the festival, I was there as Joy Villa, just doing it all. Oh, okay. You know, um, okay. I was, you know, I got, I, we bought tickets to the event because you can buy tickets as a performer. You know, I can come and show up and be at the actual festival. And right. we just got involved in all, I mean, con is like a circus. It's a, in a beautiful way. There's right. all kinds of things going. So we went to screenings, we went to this, and then you, you end up meeting someone in a lobby and then they go, oh, I'm doing a show. And then so then I'll, now I'm booked as a model and then I'm over here. And, you know, I mean, we went to Dior party with Natalie Portman. I mean, it's just crazy. It's so star-studded and so beautiful. It was really fun in the south of France, you know. Yeah. So it was very not, glamorous. So that just happened. I was just there as me, but uh -huh. I became 
you know, I fell into the modeling gig, of course, because I just attract these wonderful things. It's just my life. That's great. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Do you, um, how do you figure out, like, I mean, you must have figured a way to leverage your brand using one talent over another when it's appropriate. How do you figure all that out and how do you make it work for you? That is really good. I mean, that's the job of being an entrepreneur, right? You right. know, my brand is my business. Yes. And, and my branding, my business is me. So it is something that, you know, I use all my talents, I think, at the same time. You know, I'm also a very good salesperson. I can be very persuasive. I got that from my father. So when it comes to business, I don't shy away. You know, I can sell myself. You know, a lot of artists, unfortunately, are more the creative types and not the business types. Right. But I've... I can do both. So I'm not afraid to step up and be like, hey, I see you have a stage there. You know, you should book me. I'm here for five days. I can sing. You know, I got my tracks. I can, you know, right. if you know a musician. And then, and then they go, oh, okay, sure. All right, well, let's do Friday. We have a party. And all of a sudden, it's bam. I've just worked myself into a gig. Right. So a lot of times it's like that. Or, you know, I'll put, I'll search online and there's a lot of, you know, they're looking for models or they're looking for this or personalities. And I'll just, I'll find the gigs, but I'll seek them out. And then I'll, I'll submit myself and then I'll, I'll get in communication with the people who are booking and see where it takes me. It's, it's a lot of just getting in communication and also Anywhere I go, like when I talk to other artists, I tell them the most important thing is you need to introduce yourself as your art form. Right. So you need to have Joy Villa. Is I'm Joy Villa. Okay, so let me ask you this. Like if you, yeah. you know, just to counsel other, like a lot of artists listen to this show. So uh, just That's to counsel them, um, like you said, you have to introduce your brand. Um, yes. And so that's important to say, hey, I am, and you do your elevator pitch, right? Exactly. So you get that in front of them right away and then just keep probing for opportunity. Would you say that's, that's a fair? Right. Okay. That's absolutely it. Because the more that you're confident in, in putting yourself out there, of course they're going to believe it. You know, even if you say, oh, I've only done five gigs, it doesn't matter. Introduce yourself as that. They don't know how many gigs you've done. Right. You have to be confident in believing yourself as that brand. Whether you're small starting out or you've been doing this for 10 years, but no one really knows who you are. It doesn't matter. Introduce yourself like you're Madonna. They'll right. believe it. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. How many how long have you been doing like the world tour thing? Is this like your mm. second go around? Your third This is my third year. Wow. Third yeah. Third in a row. Third in a row. Damn. That, yeah. So you you've got like uh the airlines love you. I mean that you probably fly for free. Like you know I wish. No, I'm trying to get sponsored by an airline, Kevin. Can that you, would uh, be great. That yeah. Up? Anybody yeah. of your listeners? If anyone keep, listening out there? I, I was actually dating a flight attendant. No, I'm sorry, she was an airline captain uh recently. Oh. So I'll I'll ask her what the deal is on that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she's talking to me anymore. But anyway, <laughs> let me ask yeah. you let me ask you, when you book your your tour your world tour how mm -hmm. do you start off do you take out the calendar january 1st or the end of december and say okay here's my year and start working it that way or is it a yep. process oh you do you do it That's all in exactly one shot it. okay yeah well, well we work we look at the calendar me and my fiance we tour together because he teaches photography right and so i model with his photography courses oh great and then um yeah, so that's how I get to meet a lot of other photographers and then, you know, I can model for them and all these things and we have a community built up and then I tour with my music. So we tour together and what we do is we look at the calendar and we say, okay, any important dates like, you know, the Grammys or, you know, Cannes Film Festival, we put them in solid. We say we're going to be there at that time. Right. And then we just fill in the rest with like we usually do Asia at the end of the year. Right. We do Europe in the spring. 
um, intermittently we're in the U.S. and then you know we stay out of Europe when it's cold and we see. You know, oh, we you are a smart girl all the way around, you, right? Yeah. You don't do yeah. like the, you don't do like the knuckleheads do. Like I tour in the right. south in the in the uh, summer and tour in the north in the winter. That's oh like oh my god, no way! <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's torture. You know, it's time to play surrender. Let's check oh. this one out by Joy Villa. Love going on you cut loose with that you know you got the dance you got the pop and now you're rocking us out here that's right tell us about that song so that song is all about me you know i don't drink anymore and i don't you know don't do drugs don't do anything like that and um that song is actually about recovery from you know substance abuse right god bless you thank you that's fantastic um, that you've done that you know some people never make it back from there so i'm really really happy for you yeah thank you so much it's a blessing i you know i thank god every day it's staying in gratitude and you know be realizing you don't need you know to depend on anything else you just have to confront the emotions and feelings that come up right and can i ask you something here just to interject do you feel that now that you you don't do that um don't you feel like you are more like in your music like you're living on the edge of every viable emotion that can happen to you because you're so clean 
right? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh my goodness. I mean, every emotion is a hundred percent real. I have to confront it and face it. And it makes the music and the performance so much better. Cause you know, I mean, I never needed any of that stuff to, to be artistic. That's the thing. You don't need any of that crap to, to really party. You know, that's what I try. I try to impart that to younger artists. Cause you know, I went through that when I was like in my early twenties where, Mm. yeah, you know, you pound some beers before you get on stage. And then, you know, I started saying, you know, after I guess I was I was still in my twenties, my late twenties, when I had an epiphany and said, uh, you know what, no new rule, no ev- ever drinking on stage ever, and it just mm. like, like I felt like wow, like um, every nerve ending is like wired in, so it's. It's got yeah. a better high, actually. Absolutely, <laughs> the music becomes your high. The yeah. audience becomes your high. Yeah, and you you're know? losing that that um that edge, and that's what I try to impart to everybody that I can possibly touch to say, just you mm-hmm. don't need that, man. Just you know, you can drink like all day long, but when you're on stage, reserve that for you. You know, that's your yeah. place. You own that. You know, exactly. So can, let me ask you again. Back to the uh, I didn't want to get off the subject of um of the song again. So so sure. tell me more about. You know how this so, yeah. occurred it's to about you. Sur- yeah, just surrendering. You know, you surrender to win. Like there's a lot of sayings about meditation and spirituality, which I'm big into. Um, about you know, you have to surrender to the universe. Right. And it's not a surrender like a weakness, like oh, I, I'm beat. No, it's more like okay, I'm going to stop fighting this thing. I'm yeah. going to stop trying to fix it myself, and I'm just going to go with the flow. And that's what it's about. You know, you have to surrender. It's about somebody who's trying to hold on so much, you got that power, that jacked up control. Right. You know, but it won't work if you don't let go. Like, nothing works if we're trying to hold on so tightly to it. Sometimes you just got to flow and let it go and just ride the wave. Like you said, when you're high on stage, just ride that high. Yeah. And you never know where it's going to take you. Hey, that's let, me what ask, song's about. let me ask you about production. Like, who is working with you? Is is um the whole album, the whole EP done in one place? Like, where did you guys record? Yes. So okay. that, we recorded in um, north of London, about okay. an hour and a half north of London. Great. Barry Glad was the producer on that, and he brought in a lot of fantastic local musicians. I'm sorry, say local. the producer again. I talked over you. Barry, oh, it's okay. Barry Gledon. Oh, great. Okay. Barry Gledon. Got it. Got it. And <laughs> is, he from, is he from the UK? He is from the UK. Okay, yeah. The name sounds like it. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell me about the process um, when you guys went in to record. How did it work for you guys? What, what did you guys do? Session players well, or? Yeah, it was kind of crazy because I only had a few days. I was literally in between my next tour and I was in Denmark. Okay. And we have a house in Denmark because my fiance is from Denmark. So that's sometimes where we stay for a while. Uh-huh. We have a lot of stuff there. And I was like, okay, I've got like a week before I have to go to the next spot. I think it was Asia or something we were going to. So I sent him the songs, which I had already written some demos. And, you know, these are different songs that I hadn't produced yet, hadn't put into to real life. But they were demos and rough recordings. So he started, you know, creating on that ahead of time from afar. And then we just got into a lot of communication for about a week on it. Then I flew out to the UK. I flew out to a studio, which is there's six horses. Him and his wife live on this old school ranch (laughs) built in the 1500s. And there's six horses, eight cats. And we just knocked it out in four days, like literally day and night. Just boom, boom, boom. And he afterwards, he brought in a lot of session musicians and, you know, he would play that, he'd play it back to me and I would Skype in. And it was just, it was like a long distance album, actually, because I only had four days to physically be there. Right. So it turned out really good for me not being, you know, usually albums are made in months, you know, grinding in months. But yeah. I said, I want to get this out now, but I only have a limited amount of time. So it was really good. 
And uh, yeah, he, he works really good. He usually produces a lot for BBC, for TV and movies. Uh-huh. So it, this was the first time, really, he's worked with Corinne Bailey Ray, you know, the artist. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't worked. He hasn't worked with a lot of artists one-on-one. So luckily, he's a friend of mine. So I got a good deal there. <laughs> good job, Barry. You, you yeah. did well. You did well on this. Did. So let me ask you this, Joy. Did you finish all of your parts at that 1,500-year um, style house? Or did you yep. do any tracks from remote at all? No, I did all the vocals there. Great. So we set everything up. You know, yeah. we did a lot of it acoustic guitar. Like he just play a track acoustic guitar because I already knew how the, most of the songs were going to go. There were songs that I have had for years right. incubating. And then, um, you know, I did my vocals there four days and then left. And then he played back what he did afterwards. And it sounded fantastic. And then we came back and I, I had my friend David Campbell listen to it. Who's um, he works with a lot of musicians. He's Beck's dad and he does like strings for a lot of movies. And I said, please listen to this before I finalize it. And he said, oh, bring up the, vo the vo volume of the vocals. And so I went back and just told him. And then that was it and was done. So it really was completed front to back, probably two weeks time. That's cool. Really you had yeah. Beck's dad in there. That's like I know. awesome. That yeah. Cool? yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. So yeah. he said, yeah, he said, pull up the vocals. And I thought, okay, great. You know, make it more poppy. Right. Don't let the vocals get lost in the stream. Yeah. The track. I'll tell you, the record's great. The record's great. And speaking of, let's play Vagabonds. This is going too fast, Joy. Joy. Villa I know. I know. Vagabonds. I love this. Another <laughs> chunky guitar. Oh, yeah.
Another great track, Joy. Give me the backstory on Vagabonds. Love that. Thank you. Well, Vagabonds and the music video's out too. It's on my website at joyvilla.com. Yeah, I got and on it YouTube. up now. And by the way, a great website. Good job on that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I designed it myself. You did you really? Proud. It's really yeah. great. You got a lot of really great videos. There's everything on there that you need. It's really cool. So tell me the story hey. behind that. So Vagabonds is all about, you know, I actually recorded in Los Angeles and it was after a music, um, a music festival, ASCAP. I create Music Expo. I'm with ASCAP. Okay. And it was a bunch of us hanging out in a hotel room in Hollywood and we were just kicking around music ideas and that you know, body swaying like a Cali palm tree came oh. to me. My body swaying. And I thought, oh, and I just started. And the song was totally different. The lyrics were the same, but the, the melody was different. And I wrote it. And then three years later, I took it to Barry, which is, you know, with this album, Barry Glutton. Right. And he actually retooled it to a new style. So he reproduced it with an acoustic guitar. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. It kind of came out as this ballad country-ish you know like folksy pop and it's it's about vagabonds about people like us who travel who live the life that they want a lot that they want to live that they create right that um you know our artists you know my heels are itching to hit the road so it's, it's i wrote this before i was touring the road by the way kevin did you really and you know <laughs> yes, the groove is the groove is like you mentioned the swaying palm trees the groove is phenomenal yeah. it's just like catches and grabs you right away yeah, which I love it. I love the you know the just the emotions and the way you uh, you know it's just it's just a really cool cool song. Uh, you can Thank dance you. to it. You can groove to it. It's got it all going on. Thank you. So yeah. let me ask. It's won you, a lot of awards too. Has it really? Yeah, oh, like I'm not surprised. Bits and stuff. So I'm really happy about that. So are you? Let me ask you about independent artists, which I'm just assuming you are an independent I artist. Am. Yes, because yeah. you have a, a fiercely independent spirit, Joy, which That's I right. really I get that vibe from you, which I really like um, that you just kind of own it yourself. So tell me about you now in the music business and the future of music. How do you look out there and see the landscape of music um, as it's unfolded over the last like five or six years and risen from the ashes of destruction and has kind of reinvented itself because of, I think, in my own humble opinion, people like you? Mm. Well, you know, I've been in the industry. I've been in the in the entertainment industry since I was a kid. Right. So I've seen a lot of things yeah. come and go. And, um, you know, particularly now focusing solely on the music industry, I do see, I see a change like every year. Every right. year it's something different. I really think that the future... I know that the future is for musicians to be independent. First of all, you don't need a label to succeed. I hear that so many times, and I've heard it from other successful independent musicians. And the thing is to brand yourself. Right. You know, brand yourself so strongly and so uniquely and so individually that people cannot deny who you are. Right. And that starts with everything, social network, getting a newsletter out, getting a website, meeting people, be being out and about. A lot of magic happens when I'm there in person. I'll go yes. to art, can, you know, I'll go to art events, I'll go to music events, I'll go to other concerts to support musicians, I'll go to photography openings, pass out my cards, meet people. You never know where that's going to go. And you have to think of yourself, if you're a brand, that means corporations can hire you. Right. You know, you can have people hire you for their company like you don't have to just 
do the typical play dive bars as a musician you can take your music anywhere you know i want to be branded along with pepsi i want to be branded along with an airline you know i want other corporations to see me to further their brand and for me to do that in a positive way of course and then to just it just brings more success into your life when you think of yourself as a business rather than a starving artist so that's why i see the music industry going like musicians realizing their worth and demanding that worth in the industry rather than taking it from you know the the the, the heads that be like it used to be you're giving me pearls here, girl. That's exactly what I was <laughs> hoping you were going to say. And, you know, I'm meeting more and more fiercely independent uh, spirits and um, a lot of, I'm delighted to say, women like you who are just mm. owning who they are and going out there and saying, you know what, it's a, it's a whole different game now. We have yeah. all the levers of commerce at our fingertips. We just have to learn how to operate them in a way that you know provides us for a platform for uh, people to get to know our artistry. So, so I'm right. so I'm so happy to hear you say that. And it just, in my mind, I'm here to hopefully be a little bit of a, a beacon of light for those out there who think it's all lost. It is not. It's like it's um, not. you can you can really have a career, the career you wanted, just by the things that you just. Uh, uh, described there Absolutely. so listen we're we're just at the end here and i want to just give out um uh why don't you give out your website which is delightful and anything sure. else you'd like to shout out to let us know about you okay uh, my website is www.joyvilla.com that's joyvilla.com you can visit me, uh, sign up for my newsletter. If you mention uh, Dharmic Evolution, I will give you a free track. Oh, so nice. please sign up. Yeah, shoot That's me an email. Awesome. And uh, to all your listeners out there, you get a free track of your choosing. So tell me what your favorite song is, and then I'll give you for free. That's and, great. And uh, anybody who is a musician who's looking to start or who needs help, they can also email me, joy at joyvilla.com. And, um, you know, I'll give, them, I'll give them tips because I love sharing what I found. There's a lot of little tricks of the trade and, you know, how to get into the Grammys and all this stuff that a lot of musicians don't know. So can my I, advice is for... Can I call you tonight? You can call me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thank you, Joy, for being so, uh, for, you know, for being so transparent and offering that to people. I mean, that's not something everybody does all the time. So uh, it's really generous of you and spirit to do so for, um, for everybody out there. And um, yeah, listen, I want to really thank you so much for, I know you've been on a grueling schedule and you really, really went out of your way to make this interview happen. And uh, I deeply appreciate it. I had a great time. This was too short. We're going to have to have round two in a few months, you know? We should. I think we're going to do that. Okay. Next next big event, we're going to, let's give it a couple months and we'll do it again. What do you say? That sounds good. I say yes. All right. Cool. Joy, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. Yes, she is appropriately named because she is a joy. What a great lady. Man, I had a ball chatting with her and listening to her music, um, really stacking the cool on all levels, man. Singer, songwriter, world traveler. She's got it all going on. Um, Where do I start? Modeling, singing, motivational speaking. I make the static, the darkness, surrender, vagabonds. 
and uh, also so generous in her transparency and her authenticity. What a beautiful spirit. So really hope you guys enjoyed um, Joy Villa's appearance today as much as I did. And don't forget, swing over to dharmicevolution.com. Check out all of the content on the site, and Joy will be there also, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I can help you with that. Just email me at kevin at dharmicevolution.com, and I'll take you down that trail. Also, there's videos, photos, conversation, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests. And don't forget, the downloads are free, but the content, it's priceless. Wednesday, February 10th, we're headed to Chicago to visit Sarantos and learn all about this incredibly diverse artist and how he just keeps consistently putting out great music. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see on the socials Oh, I see you from the stage. Let's do it.